Welcome to the Time to Thrive podcast, developed and sponsored by the Thrive Ladies Ministry of Central Baptist Church in Kannapolis, North Carolina. Come with us as we dive deep into the life stories and experiences of Christian women. Meet amazing women writers from our very own Central Baptist Church magazine, Come and See. Join us as Aaliyah and Anna discover how God has moved in the lives of these women and how circumstances permanently change their lives. Whether you're driving, working, or relaxing, we're glad you joined us today. And now, it's time to thrive. Hello, Thrive Ladies. It's Aaliyah and Anna, ready to help you start your week off right with the Time to Thrive podcast. Hello, everyone. So we just want to say, first of all, thank you, everyone who is listening, wherever you're at. So first of all, we have a super exciting guest here today on the podcast, Miss Phyllis Lemon. So we're going to ask her just briefly to introduce a little bit about herself for us so we can all get to know her. Okay, well, thank you so much. It is so wonderful to be here with you ladies and have this time to talk a little bit. And um, as you, as she said, my name's Phyllis Lemon, and um, my husband is Barry. He happens to be the minister of music here. We've been married for 35 years, and I am the mother of three. My two oldest children are out of the house, adults, mm-hmm. married, you know, living the life, you know. <laughs> and um, I have um, my youngest son, of course, he's going to be 15 this month. So he wow. keeps us young. He keeps <laughs> us young. <laughs> or something. Sometimes, you know, not. <laughs> I'm also the grandmother of six. Oh, wow. So Ooh. we have a stretch oh of goodness. ages from newborn to eight. <laughs> so oh, my gosh. Yes, wow. yeah. They all I did belong. not know that. Yes. <laughs> Me neither. Yes, they're, they all belong to my daughter. So she's oh got a goodness. household. <laughs> so we wow. cannot imagine. Yeah. And, uh, she's probably always busy over there. <laughs> that's a that's a true statement. Yeah. <laughs> oh my so it always still makes time for me though. Aww. But um and then of um I work outside of the home um part time, but I have been working as a secretary in ministry now for almost thirty years. So wow. through uh Christian that's schooling awesome. and churches and mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit about myself. <laughs> All right. Well, in, back in 2022, Come and See Magazine, you wrote an article titled, titled Valuable You. In that article, you said, as Christians, we have been called to be Christ-like. Being Christ-like involves helping others see how G- how God values them. Considering the throwaway society we live in that extends beyond paper plates and napkins to relationships and babies, value is often not given as it should be. We need to see others through the eyes of God who values them and help them come to see that value as well. So now that we have a preview of your article and we know a little bit about yourself, we're going to go in depth about your article so you can tell us a little bit about the backstory of it and how you feel about it and all the different things that went into creating it. So first question, why do you think God laid this message on your heart to share? Well, you know, as ladies, we tend to be very hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm. I've, mm-hmm. I've known that personally. I know it from friends. Mm-hmm. Um, according to HopkinsMedicine.org, Every year, roughly 9.5% of American adults suffer from depressive illnesses. Mm. And so even if as we don't have something that's diagnosed like that, I think mm. women in general combat mm-hmm. um, depressive times in their life that really mm. can plague us. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it, you know, in some of my 
dear friends who just suffer and battle that. Um, mm-hmm. I've had bouts of it myself. And so somewhere along the line, you have to have something to combat that. You have to be able to say, you know, where is my value? Do, do I count? Do I matter? And those kinds of things, I think, you know, drew my thoughts to uh, how I can encourage other ladies mm-hmm. in this area and myself. Mm-hmm. It's very oh, practical. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, the next question is, how does knowing who God is and knowing who we are change the way we look at others' value? So I think it's very important that we take a chance to really observe who God is. He's not our buddy. Mm-hmm. You know, He's not mm-hmm. our best friend, although he can be. Mm-hmm. But before he's any of that, he is holy God. Mm-hmm. And we need to look at then... He's the creator of the universe. Mm -hmm. He is just. Mm -hmm. He loves us. And when you look at who he is, and then you look at who we are, unjust, unholy, sinful, Mm -hmm. those kinds of things, it puts in perspective the wowness that God would take time to love us and to care for us and to value us. And if Mm -hmm. he can do that for us, surely we can do that on a horizontal level towards others, right? Mm -hmm. I think about sometimes this little teddy bear I have at home. Now, if I brought that teddy bear here and showed it to you, y'all would say, well, he's cute, <laughs> you know. But you would have no idea the value I place on it Yeah. because mm. I know that at a point in my life, my father brought that teddy bear home and stuck it on the bed, a man who really didn't show emotions very much. Mm-hmm. And when I said that, I saw that, I said, Dad, what is that? And he said, well, that's Baxter. I said, Baxter? And we had the biggest laugh, and for years, well into the times he had dementia, we would laugh about Baxter. And I keep Baxter because that is valuable to Mm -hmm. me. It's connected. So now I've told you that story. If Mm -hmm. I showed you Baxter, how would you feel about Baxter? Oh, yeah, absolutely different. It'd have a different value. So when we see the value somebody puts into something, Mm -hmm. doesn't it then, seeing it through their eyes, Mm -hmm. allow Mm -hmm. us to see that we should have value and treat people valuably. So it's all about, like, perspective, honestly. I think a lot, yeah. That's Mm -hmm. very good. And also one of the things, I had written it down on my phone because I'm like, oh, my gosh, because we were kind of talking about it in our young adult class with some of the girls, how, like, kindness, it's not something, like, the kindness of, like, Christ that we show to other people. Like, from a human point of view, it's really nothing we can just come up on our own. So, like, having that perspective of, oh, this is how God values this person and like looking at them in like a totally different way. Like you said about Baxter, like if you would have seen him just there or, you know, like with a person, if they have like, I don't know, like something happens in their life or there's an attitude or something, it's so quick to say, oh, like I'm not going to talk to you. But then when you look at it in that opposite way of totally changed your perspective. And so I think what we were talking about, like kindness, it doesn't just come from like ourselves, like it's something that Christ has to equip us with. So I think the same thing about having that perspective, like looking at people is also something that like we can't do on our own. Like we have to have the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. as that perspective. Speaking of like perspective, like you have no idea what anyone else is like going through Mm -hmm. really, like especially if you have no idea who they are. So if you look at them and put a value on them that you're putting the value on them and not seeing how God values yes. them, yes. then you can totally treat them mm-hmm. a different yep. way. And But then, like, when you see God's value, you're like, oh, his value is so, so much, much higher than bigger, mine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. No, mm-hmm. that's so good. 
So the third question we have is, why do you think women do not understand their personal value? And how do we stay away from a selfish self-love, but still understand that we ourselves are valuable? That's a good question. That's a good question. So um, I read from James Dobson, Mm -hmm. a very good devotional. And he said that someone said, we are not what we think we are. Mm -hmm. We're not even what others think we are. We are what we think others think we are oh wow, oh, wow. <laughs> think Wait, about that oh, wow. wow so we're not what we think we are we're not even what others think we are we are what we think others, others. think that we are That's and we crazy. and we bask in that too much worrying uh-huh. about how acceptable we are mm-hmm. to others and i i think they don't think that i'm their friend mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. we get ourselves down and we fall in depression or we feel mm-hmm. like we don't have any value because we're mm-hmm. not accepted in that group where mm-hmm. we and we fall into that so often, don't mm-hmm. we? Yes. So, in other words, our estimation of our value as human beings is greatly influenced by the way people respond to us mm-hmm. and the respect or disdain they reveal day by day. Mm-hmm. So you have the power, each of us has the power to elevate somebody mm-hmm. or to really debase them. And that was all, um, do- that that information is James Dobson, but mm-hmm. how how perfectly true that is. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. yeah. You know? comes back to just treating people with the value God sees them because if you treat them like that then they're going to see themselves a little bit not in a bad way like they're going to be like oh okay well she likes me I want to hang out with her more and then that will give you Mm -hmm. like a little What's the word I'm trying to say? Like here? you're living like Christ. Yeah, you're like he yeah, said in yeah, article, you're living yeah. like Christ will then give you a way to like especially if they don't know Christ. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then you living like Christ, they'll yeah. be like, Oh, well, why are you treating me like mm-hmm. this? Like no one else treats me like this. Yeah. Like, why are you being so kind to me? And mm-hmm. then that'll give you a way right. to yeah. introduce that. Like, I'm treating you like this because this is how God mm-hmm. sees you. Yeah. And this is how you should Yeah. Yeah. And it's doing the thing like it's all going back to what we talked about in our <laughs> class, but like it's that love and that kindness and like knowing that their value, even though they didn't do anything. So mm-hmm. what is it? It's like the love without like, oh, what is it? Like loving, we're all thinking. I, yeah. I think I know what you're saying. I'm like loving to... without it being shared back to you. Like, uh, oh, like is... reciprocated. Yes, yes, that's the word. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like a reciprocated. Like you're still kind to them, even though maybe it's not reciprocated or you still love them. And so that's normally as humans, it's like, oh, I'm going to be kind to this person because they're kind to me. So when we do that and we love someone or we value someone, even though they might not share the same way towards us, that automi- mm-hmm. automatically makes them thinking like, oh, why are you doing that? Like, mm. I've done nothing for yeah. you to like me or I've done nothing right. for, mm-hmm. like, to give you, you know. And that tends to be then Christ-like. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Exactly. We're, we're doing it without, you know, he loved us mm-hmm. first, mm-hmm. you know. When we were so unlovely, God commendeth yeah. his love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ mm-hmm. loved us. Yeah. Think about that great picture of love there. Exactly. You know? yeah. 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 Exactly. It, we talked about this in our class again. We <laughs> keep talking about that. But you're like, kindness is not produced. It's only produced through him. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't show someone kindness because he shows you what kindness is. Yeah, exactly. So, it's like, you kind of... We're like, s- because he showed him us his kindness, then we know exactly. Then we know, like, yeah. he's our example. And we yeah. try to be more Christ-like mm-hmm. like him. And... Mm-hmm. 
it's funny how it all just yeah. comes back all around. <laughs> it does. Yeah, it does. Funny. And so then on the opposite side of things, if we worry so much about what others think and all this, where mm-hmm. really what we should be doing is thinking and understanding what God thinks of us. Mm-hmm. And that's where yes. our value is. You mm-hmm. know, regardless exactly. if, I mean, I hope y'all like me, but if you don't, you know, and that makes we, me we sad, really like you, you know, we like you. <laughs> but we do, I do know that God loves me and yes. that's, that's what should brighten every day. And then yes. it doesn't, it is a mental game of sorts, mm-hmm. but that's the reason why we stay in God's word. That's the reason why we dig yes. in the scripture. I was about to say the same thing, like just reading in his word will show you how much he loves you yeah. and how much he values you. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, the second part, if I can go back to what you were saying, mm-hmm. the second part of that is it's not who we puff ourselves up to be. That's mm-hmm. that, as you were saying, that self-worth, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's because it's, it's not about us at all. Mm-hmm. Our exactly. value isn't based upon our works or what we can do or my great success at my job or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's about what God has done in my mm-hmm. life. Yeah, and, exactly. And that's the difference, I think, between mm-hmm. recognizing your value and being puffed up with pride. Yes, exactly. It's kind of like how you portray yourself, Mm -hmm. like even the clothes we wear, how we talk and stuff is showing everyone else how we value, like how we see. (sighs) (laughs) I'm trying to say what I'm trying to think. It's like kind of like the way we treat ourselves is showing other people like this is what I believe God thinks I am, kind of, like, in a way. Does mm-hmm. that even make sense? That did not make sense at all. I think I know what you're trying to say. Like, I'm trying well. to say, like, when we know our value, we're automatically not going to treat ourselves wrong or talk down yeah, to ourselves. Yeah, and I or, think, like, if we know, like, if we find our value through Christ, then it's a little easier not to be, like, that selfish kind of love. Because Exactly. Well, I think I think sometimes if you're so worried about, what others are thinking, mm-hmm. and that's where you're finding your value, mm-hmm. that you begin to be a different person than you really are. That's mm-hmm. when you begin to dress differently or act differently or yeah. go to places differently because you're seeking out their value yes. yeah. rather than being who mm-hmm. you should be, the character of Christ reflected mm-hmm. in what you say and where you go and what you wear because mm-hmm. your value is with Christ. And yeah, that, exactly. therefore, you know, has has that part mm-hmm. in your, yeah. you know, and then you're yes. no longer like seeking for other people's approval or yeah. other people's value yes. in yourself yes, yes. yeah exactly yeah. all righty the next question is you talked about the story of an eight cow wife could you share that with us and the ex- and explain the powerful meaning behind it that was a great story <laughs> 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 so it's based on a short story by patricia mc I think I'm saying her name right. It was originally published in 1965, so they give credit where credit belongs. Um, But it tells the story of um, a little island in the Pacific. Um, I'm assuming it's a bit fictional, but it's still (laughs) a short story Uh allows, you know, to to do this. Um, But it was customary to give a dowry for the wife. And so what they would do there is they would offer two to three cows for a wife that was just, you know, she was a nice wife, but mm-hmm. boy, this was a really nice wife. <laughs> mm. We're going to do four or five cows, you know. But there was a, a girl there named Sarita who was a pretty plain Jane kind of gal. Mm-hmm. But when Johnny Lingo came to the island, he loved Sarita. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, he, he <laughs> saw past whatever everybody else was seeing was plain. And he wanted her very much to see how much he valued her. Mm-hmm. And so he gave her father eight cows for her mm, and wow. the people of the island couldn't 
believe it. Wow. Mm -hmm. Eight cow wife. I mean, that she (laughs) must be fantastic, you Mm -hmm. know. Uh And Sarita found herself walking a little taller, Mm -hmm. being a little more confident, Mm -hmm. um, more open. And the people saw such a change in her because of Mm -hmm. the value that Johnny Lingo had placed on her and the love that he had for her. Mm -hmm. And there was the same story again about how it reflected through her Mm -hmm. when she realized how much she was loved by Johnny. Yes. So it's a it's a great story, a good reminder mm-hmm. that I mean, God paid so much more than eight cows yeah, for exactly. us, you know. And as I said, He loved us when we were still so unlovely, mm-hmm. you know. And He gave He gave us all for yeah, us. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Wow, who's ever valued you that much? Oh gosh, that's that's crazy mm-hmm. to think about it. That like no, that. you're right. Mm-hmm. No, that's so good. And before I ask the last question, which kind of sums it up. Um, back in the first question that you said, talking about like why you late or why this message was laid on your heart, like for the women who are struggling or they don't find their value in Christ or like it's hard, even as Christian women, like it's hard for us like to be reminded that, oh, our values in Christ or like to get like swept up with like depression or all these horrible thoughts. But then also, like I feel like at least our generation, we kind of think, oh, like it's all on us, like that's what we're dealing with, you know, and we don't really think that there's, I mean, as girls, as women, we don't really think that there's like women that are older than us that like struggle with mm-hmm, those things, mm-hmm. and we feel like we have to, you know, like carry that burden by ourselves, or we don't know how to deal with it because we're young, or we try and like go in the Bible and do research on our own, and it's like you don't have that, you feel like you don't have that support group, but then, like, you really do. Like, it shows, mm. like you said, you wrote this for, you knew women who were struggling with it. And, like, and I'm sure you have been that person, like, to help oh, yeah. them and guide yeah. them along. I've been on both sides. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that's just, I feel like that's a side that a lot of young girls, especially in middle school, high school, they don't really see a lot of that about the other side of, you know, women, actually strong Christian women Proverbs 31 women Mm -hmm. that they they struggle with stuff like that too but then it's also like you have that support group and it shows like we all struggle with that but then like finding your value and understanding that like yeah it's so important like that was one of the things that I thought was that was very good because you don't really hear that side of the story it's true yeah, that's true. That's, we have to be there. I think the body of Christ is about support mm-hmm. and being there. And, mm-hmm. you know, people think, well, you know, I go to church and I, I get a few things out of the sermon. But, you know, we have to remember that going to church helps us, but being there is helping others, too. We mm-hmm. need each other. Yes. And we have to be there. And so if we're not in our place, if we're not there, what opportunity are we missing that somebody mm-hmm. could draw strength from mm-hmm. us? Yes, and absolutely. So. That's right. And now for the last question, if you had to sum up what we have talked about into one sentence to encourage all the women listening, what would that sentence be? I don't know. That's a hard one. That's a hard one. Just coming up with one sentence of anything is probably (laughs) tough for ladies, isn't it? No, you're right. Maybe two sentences. (laughs) Well, I, I saw a verse in Titus, and it, it sort of sounds fragmented a little bit, but mm-hmm. if you can read it in Titus 3, 4, it says, But when the kindness and the love of God our Savior toward men appeared. Mm. And I thought about, you know, we will be, we would be just as we were if it were not for the kindness and love of God. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. If you think that about really that, good. without God in your life, 
I can see how you could struggle and mm-hmm. try to, all of us seek for approval, for value, for love. And if you don't have that source as God because you've not had that relationship with the Lord, it could be an endless battle. You, I, it just, I don't know where you could ever find mm-hmm. it and feel like it wouldn't be somehow um, conditional. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, no, yes, I do value you, but the minute, you know, you don't do something mm-hmm. I like, out of my life mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And God doesn't oh, yeah. do that. And we have great value in Christ. And And I would just encourage, you know, ladies that, of course, if, if they've never thought about the Lord, except you know, to see more about how to mm-hmm. have make him his, his savior, make him their savior, mm-hmm. <laughs> that they would look into the Bible and really look at the character of God mm-hmm. and look at the character that we have and the lack of it and what God did for us and put that faith in Christ. And for Christian ladies, I say, Look how valuable. Look at what he did for you. Mm-hmm. Just on your lowest days, those days when your hormones just drag you down and you <laughs> just you don't know what to do. You know, I tell my mm-hmm. daughter and I would say, you know, when it drops down like that, I don't care what you do, mm-hmm. you cannot pull yourself up, it would seem, you know. Yeah. But on those days, you know, back to God. That's mm-hmm. where you need to go. He will sustain you, he will help you, he will show you, and he's got the answers. Mm-hmm. He loves you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was so good. I want to talk for hours about this. I feel like I could. Oh, that's so good. All righty. Well, we just want to thank you, Phyllis, for coming and having this great, wonderful discussion with us. We know you're a pretty busy lady, so we just wanted to thank you for coming and talking with us. Well, it was a pleasure. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. We really enjoyed it, too. Yes. And we want to thank all the listeners, if you're on your couch, wherever you are right now, if you're listening your to car. it in your car, yes, <laughs> hopefully to focus on the road if you are. <laughs> <laughs> but we want to thank all of y'all. I hope all the women are encouraged. I'm sure you are. I know Aliyah and I definitely are yes, from this. For real. So it's very good. So we will have Miss um, Phyllis's article linked in the description if you want to go check it out. But yeah, we're so excited to get with you next time. So thank you again, Miss Phyllis. You're welcome. And thank, thank you, you for the listeners. So see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to Time to Thrive podcast. We hope you are encouraged and inspired to thrive in your daily walk with God. To find out more about the Thrive Ladies Ministry, check out our Instagram and Facebook pages or visit our website.